0: Gaming the system, the number one podcast for gaming addiction, brought to you by Game Quitters. We use research-backed information to provide you with helpful solutions to gaming disorder, as well as shedding light on some of the most pressing matters in the video game industry every single week. We'll also feature guests who are former gaming addicts and have gone on to game the system, creating a life for themselves outside of the virtual world. Thanks for listening. Welcome everyone to the fifth episode of Game the System. It's 13th September and things are going pretty good. It's been a great week for video game addiction support, game quitters and the industry as a whole. If you didn't see the addictive and immersive inquiry by the Digital Culture, Media and Sports Committee in the UK Parliament released their report on gaming and gambling. And it's an amazing report. You should read the summary. You should be able to find it somewhere online. But it's it's just an amazing read. There's some great regulations they want to implement. Obviously, it's not a direct order for the industry to change. It still needs to go through the proper process. But it's an amazing start to make gaming not only safer for everyone, but less exploitative and less about targeting the vulnerable people and more about providing an enjoyable experience for everyone. But that's not what this episode is about today. I just thought I'd give you a quick update as to what's happening. But on this episode, I want to talk about whether gaming makes you depressed or what's the link between gaming and depression and why do so many video game addicts and even just players suffer from mental health issues like anxiety and depression it's not uncommon for gamers to also suffer from these issues i myself had quite a long battle with depression it probably started when i was 16 or 17 years old i think is the earliest time i can recall feelings of being depressed I didn't think it was that at the time. I thought it was just, I thought it was just puberty. It's just what happens. I even had a girlfriend at the time say that I should go and speak to someone, and I just said she was an idiot. And I don't need to talk to anyone. I thought I could deal with it myself, or rather, I just didn't think I had anything to deal with in the first place. But as time went on, and I went to university, things started getting worse and worse for me. I did all right in my first year. But a lot of it was spent sat in my room playing video games. And I actually think I lost about five or six kilos or just over 10 pounds during that first year, which is kind of astonishing. But I had a great time. I had a good social life. I had a girlfriend. Things were looking up. And at the start of my second year, I got into self-development, found Game Quitters and all these resources on developing a better life myself, becoming the best version of myself, all sorts of business, mindset, finance, psychology, books, everything you can think of came to me a few months into my second year. But I didn't get rid of the feelings of depression that would constantly come back in and out of my life for the next few years. You see, in my third year, things went really downhill. I was falling behind in my exams, in my studies, my coursework. I wasn't turning papers in, I wasn't going to lectures i didn't <laughs> I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. I didn't eat properly. I broke up with my girlfriend about halfway through the year, and not long after I decided I needed help. I went to the doctor's he <laughs> asked me a few questions and gave me a score. Saying I had moderate to severe depression. Which, <laughs> looking back, it's just ridiculous that that's the system in place. But whatever, that's that's not my place to judge. Uh, he offered me some medication. I refused. I didn't want to take tablets for it. I bet even take tablets for a, a headache or a cold. I just want to get through it myself. And so he suggested I start running. That was about it, honestly. Not much else happened. I carried on feeling depressed. I carried on playing video games almost constantly, and eventually dropped out of university. Unfortunately, it's something that I'm pretty content with now, my relationship with my mental health, but a few months ago it was a completely different story. I was in a really deep, dark pit of depression, and I didn't see myself getting out of it and similarly. Every six to 12 months or so it happens again, maybe even shorter than that every three months. Every few months I go up and down in this cycle of amazing motivation and clarity and then depression and hopelessness. And it also happens to coincide with times where I relapse and start playing video games again, which might lend you to think that gaming is causing it, but I've had a lot of time to think about it. I've been asked this question a number of times and I'm don't think gaming is the cause. I think gaming isn't helping, but I don't think I can say that gaming directly causes depression for myself. And I think for the majority of people, it's going to be the same. In a lot of ways, I think gaming does the opposite. It lets you escape and be happy and have fun whenever you want. It's it's at your fingertips, this Amazing, incredible invention. It's just wherever you want to do it, you can open up a game and spend a few hours escaping out of yourself, out of your mind, out of away from who you are. But I think that's where gaming starts to have a negative effect. I always like to think of it as a cycle. So something happens in your real life. Perhaps it's a certain struggle or hurdle or barrier you have to overcome. In my case, university, it was an incredibly difficult year. I had my dissertation which I hated, (laughs) loads of exams, coursework, everything piling up and I just wanted to get away from it all. So I turned to the first thing that I knew how to do best and that was video games. Obviously then I was spending 12 to 16 hours a day playing games and none of my problems were getting solved. My pile of work would mount up, I'd fall further behind, I'd have to stay up later to try and catch up. and. I never got anywhere, it was always two steps forward, three steps back when I was playing video games because it gave me that feeling that things were getting done, that I was accomplishing something because I was this amazing, powerful person in the virtual world that all my problems suddenly disappeared and that just wasn't the case. You see, when you're playing games or you're in that struggle against uh, your problems, you Almost create the perfect environment to foster mental health issues. You're probably not going to leave your room, you're staying up late, disrupting your sleep, you're not eating properly, you're not socializing and seeing friends, you're not exercising, maybe not looking after your hygiene as best as you should. Now that's not to say that gaming is at fault for that, but it's pretty easy to get sucked into a game for eight hours then suddenly forget to eat and Not do your work and stay up till four o'clock in the morning. I've done it too many times. And all of these things, they will lead to hormone imbalances, brain inflammation, disrupted body clock, all sorts of issues for both your physical and your mental health. But it's not necessarily because you're playing video games. It could be because you're addicted to gaming, but you're more than likely just addicted to the escapism you get from gaming. You don't want to live in the world that you've created in the real life, you want to go to the virtual world where you're in charge and you're willing to put aside your everyday needs, chores, your work to get to that place. Once you can overcome that, that's when you can start fighting through and making the change. But when you're in that moment, you don't want to do anything else. You don't want to get better. You don't want to improve your mood, or at least you want to change you don't want to feel like that but no matter what you do you can't muster up any motivation to get things done and you just feel helpless you're trapped on the other end of the spectrum i think a lot of people will find a lot of happiness in gaming when they are depressed more than likely it will subside if not then there's probably bigger issues involved but if you can make that short period of time, as enjoyable as possible, go for it. But I think you should only think that way if you know that things are going to get better. Like in my case, I've been through it so many times that I know if I just fight through, keep doing my work, look after the basic needs, carry on with my habits, I will eventually get it through that slump. But for someone who doesn't have the same awareness, they might go for six, 12 months, even a, a year or two, And they'll never change, they'll keep expecting something to happen (laughs) by playing video games and neglecting their health. And in reality, you need to do things even if you don't want to. You need to make those changes in your life, build the habits in order to get through it. You You can't wait for the perfect time to strike and then do it. You've got to strike first, take dumb action and and then things will get better. It's hard to do, and you don't have any motivation to improve yourself, but even just getting someone else to help you, I think, is one of the biggest things you can do. Having someone hold you accountable for something, get them to force you to get out of bed, force you to eat properly, go to the gym, even if you absolutely do not want to... Do, like, that's the last thing that you want to do on the face of the earth. There's a good quote that I, like, read something like... When the time comes to truly test yourself, you won't rise to your highest level of thinking, you'll fall to your lowest level of training. So if you've trained yourself to have certain habits, like getting up, making your bed, brushing your teeth, having a shower, and you're still going to do those when you're in this state, that's why it's crucial when you are feeling great that you really focus on building habits, routines, and be strict about them. Hold yourself to a higher standard, and really try and automate as much as you can. It sounds boring, and it's gonna be difficult, but it'll really help in those times that you need it. But anyway, <laughs> I went a bit off topic. I went a bit off topic there. A bit more uh, life unlocked than gaming the system. And I mean, if you are into personal development and self-help. I'd recommend you check out our Life Unlocked podcast, anchor.fm forward slash Life Unlocked, with a hyphen. It's a great podcast. Uh, I run it as well, sometimes with my friend Matters. So go check it out. But to finish up where I left off, ultimately, I don't think gaming causes depression. I don't think it's helping if you're addicted to gaming and... Constantly playing all the time and forcing yourself to go through the cycle of self-degradation. I think figuring out if you are addicted to gaming and trying to find some awareness behind why you play video games will be a huge step forward. I recommend checking out our article on Game Quitters, How to Quit Gaming in College. There's a huge section on the psychology and awareness that you need to develop and understand And it's a great first step for people who are kind of in that state of not really knowing what to do, feeling a bit helpless. Maybe you are in college and then it's the perfect article for you. So go check it out. And as a result of that, I think you should carry on with it and take some time off gaming. Use that as a catalyst for change for your life. Use that as a slingshot to (laughs) propel you to a better Life for yourself. I think once you can find that spark from somewhere, that's when you can start really making those changes in your life. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. I made this episode because earlier this week it was National Suicide Prevention Day. Cam released his video on the YouTube channel about his experience with suicide and depression. I didn't touch on suicide in this episode, even though I definitely went through those thoughts at some point, I thought it was best to leave them out of it and just focus on the mental health side of it. But nonetheless, if you are struggling with depression or suicide, the most important thing you can do is speak to someone, call a suicide hotline in whatever country you're in, find a support forum, talk to a friend, message someone, family member, anyone. I'd recommend if you are struggling with gaming addiction and depression, going to check out our forums at forum.gamequitters.com. Make a post in there. There'll be a ton of people wanting to offer support and advice for you. Or just listen to what you have to say. At times, that's all you need. But until next time, remember, the real life is worth fighting for. Peace.